This is Finally Free, a podcast for those sick of battling their bodies, sick of fearing food and the number on the scale, sick of punishing exercise all in the pursuit of diet culture's version of health and wellness. I'm Alana Vandersloos, a certified intuitive eating counselor, eating disorder survivor, and the founder of Freedom with Food and Fitness, where I offer group coaching for women who are ready to heal their relationship with food in their bodies and become their healthiest, happiest, most confident selves without ever having to go on another diet. On this podcast, you will hear me answer your biggest questions around how to become a successful intuitive eater. You'll hear inspiring stories of other women on their food freedom journeys, those who are recovering, those who are recovered, and those who are helping others to do the same. I'll teach you how to quiet that incessant voice in your head telling you you're not enough, how to find peace and satisfaction with food again, how to embrace the one and only body you have with fitness you enjoy so you can move through this world with confidence. Are you ready to be finally free? Before we get started, I want to remind you of everything I have to offer with Freedom with Food and Fitness. First, I offer group coaching. My 10-week intuitive eating coaching program is called Defy the Diet, and it blends intuitive eating principles and mindset work in a hybrid format that blends group and private coaching to give my clients amazing results. My summer cohort client, Adriana, had this to say about me as a coach. Alana's helped me develop a healthy relationship with food and helped me to uncover the root causes of my disordered eating. She's very open and honest about her own struggles in her journey, which empower me and the other ladies in the group to have deep conversations about the challenges and pressures we face from diet culture in our society. Uh, it's testimonials like that that seriously make everything I do for my clients worth every second. If you're someone who wants true mental and physical health without restriction and obsession, stop overeating. Find consistency in nutrition, movement, and self-care, and take the guilt out of wellness, this program is for you. If you're ready for your ticket to food freedom, we have rolling admission into the program, but since we offer the program only four times a year, we can only enroll people into a certain cohort by a certain date. So if you want to get into the program ASAP, fill out an application and schedule a call with me at freedomwithfoodandfitness.com slash discover. We'll talk all about your current struggles, flesh out those goals, and create a clear step-by-step roadmap we'll travel together to finally get you to those goals. We have a brand new coach coming on board and five new Defy the Diet package options to help make this program more supportive than ever. An insanely effective program tailored to your needs and budget. Spots that include one-to-one coaching are limited, so again, go to freedomwithfoodandfitness.com slash discover to apply today. If you're not quite ready for coaching, check me out on Instagram at Freedom with Food and Fitness. There, I have exclusive blog posts, free intuitive eating worksheets and videos, and so much more. Just one more thing before we get started. I have two brand new masterclasses for you guys. The first is a free masterclass called Intuitive Eating, Separating Fact from Fiction. So if you're an intuitive eating newbie who's just trying to figure out if intuitive eating is your next step to healing your relationship to food and your body, this new masterclass will go in depth into why dieting never seems to work for you, the 10 principles of intuitive eating, and five false myths about intuitive eating so we can set the record straight and get you on a path to guilt-free and sustainable nutrition and movement. If you're interested in this free 40-minute masterclass, go to bit.ly slash intuitive eating freedom. That's bit 
bit.ly slash intuitive eating freedom. The second masterclass is called Am I Addicted to Sugar? How to Feel in Control Around Sugar Without Saying Goodbye to Sugar. This masterclass is for anybody who, like I used to, feels like they can't trust themselves around sugar, is always binging on sugar, but doesn't want to have to give it up cold turkey. I'll teach you the science behind why you feel like you're addicted to sugar, whether or not sugar is actually bad for your health, and five actionable strategies to befriend sugar in a way that heals your relationship to it without having to say goodbye to it forever. This course also comes with a workbook of over 30 pages that allows you to implement the five strategies into your life as soon as today so that you can heal your relationship to sugar for good. A replay copy of this 50-minute masterclass and the workbook is only $47. So if you're looking to heal your relationship to food and you feel like healing your relationship to sugar is your first step, this masterclass is for you. So to register, visit bit.ly slash healing sugar relationship. That's bit.ly slash healing sugar relationship. And if you forget either or both of those links, they are on my Linktree link that is on my Instagram page. Hello, hello, everybody. Um, if I sound a little under the weather, it's because I have neurovirus, which is just a fancy way of saying I have the worst stomach bug of all stomach bugs ever. Um, Archer must have come home with it um, from daycare, and then he got sick, and me not really thinking or grabbing a mask or anything kind of just rushed in to help him because it was his first time really getting sick, and he was scared, and he really didn't know what was happening, but I was very much exposed to it, and then lo and behold, the next day, I was violently ill. So um, not to get too graphic, but we are on the struggle bus here a little bit. I'm trying to you know, rest and trying to nourish my body as much as it will allow without me getting sick again. So, um, but I still wanted to jump on and record this podcast for you guys because uh, two or a month ago, actually, because the the show comes out every two weeks. Um, the last listener question episode was all about how to better manage emotions. And I wanted to do a follow-up episode on that in terms of the signature uh, coaching method that I use with my clients, which is based on cognitive behavioral therapy. So if any of you have experienced that, it's very similar, but I wanted to put my own spin on it. I wanted to have something that was just mine that I can walk through with my clients, and I wanted to tell you guys all about that today. So many potential clients come to me saying that their goal is losing the last 15 pounds. Many others say that they want to become intuitive eaters, but they still want to pursue weight loss. And that's totally fine. It's, it's not uncommon. But what many people don't realize is that there's a bigger reason for the issues with weight. Those with specific medical issues notwithstanding, most people who have issues with their weight and food have a deeper, more emotional and, and, and mental um, hurdle to jump, and that hurdle needs to be dealt with. The weight itself, quite simply, is a symptom of a bigger internal issue, and I've spoken about it before. It's, it's usually one or a combination of four basic human needs. It's the need for safety, acceptance, validation. Um, oh, my brain doesn't really work. <laughs> oh, and love. Hello. Love. 
Okay, that's why we have the acronym SALVE, safety, acceptance, love, and validation. Um, and if we can figure out what the true issue is and begin to tackle that, the issues with weight will be resolved as a byproduct. Um, and that's, that's not to say that dealing with the bigger issue will guarantee weight loss. I'm not saying that if you fix your need for safety that is not being met, that you're all of a sudden going to drop all this weight and end at your goal weight. What happens with your weight as a result of dealing with the mental and emotional piece of your food issues would be determined by two things. It's determined by your genetically determined weight set range and your particular disordered habits. So before my eating disorder, I was an intuitive eater, as we all are in the beginning when we're kids, right? During my eating disorders, I had a very severe caloric deficit. I wasn't nourishing my body enough. And that caused weight loss that wasn't natural for my body. And as a result, when I healed my internal issues and became an intuitive eater again, I gained that weight back and I leveled back off at the weight that I had always been. And that's incredibly scary, right? For somebody who's been dieting for years or even decades, the idea of gaining any weight at all is really scary. And I had to do a lot of thought work around that idea of gaining weight and what that meant, but it was weight that I had needed to gain back to get back to my actual ideal weight, not, not diet culture's version of my ideal weight, but the one that's genetically determined as part of my weight set range. In the same way, someone who is perhaps emotionally eating, overeating, and otherwise binge eating may be above their natural weight set range. And once their internal issues are healed, and by extension, their habits with food are healed, they may actually lose weight. So it really depends on, again, what disordered eating habits you're experiencing, um, and also where your particular weight set range was always you know, meant to be, the weight that you were always meant to be. So as a coach who studies other coaches in order to refine my craft, because I'm always trying to get better, I've studied a lot of different coaching models in order to come up with something that is specifically my own. And um, mine is called chill the fuck out, which I mean, fuck is my favorite word. So if it offends you, you might want to not work with me. <laughs> um, but that's what I call it. And I call it that. I call it chill the fuck out because frankly, I think that's what everyone, including my past self, needs to do um, if they're really keyed up about their weight. Um, you know, pound here, pound there, um, even, even more than that. I think everyone is so focused on weight and not looking at the rest of the parts of health or the rest of the parts of who they are as people. And I, I really just, you know, it's, it's almost a little bit of like humor and levity that I want to bring into this is be like, all right, all right, chill the fuck out. It's not, it's not that serious. Um, but, you know, I also call it that because it's an acronym for the four components of my model. So C for the chill is circumstance. The T is thought, the F is feeling, and the O is outcome. So all steps of the model stem from an event that has happened in your life, and that's the circumstance, okay? So that's where we start to see with circumstance. And although I believe this model can be done by anyone, like by themselves, I always suggest that you work through this model at least the first couple of times um, with a coach or a certified intuitive eating counselor so they can walk you through. Because sometimes when we approach this right away, um, we might not see the blind spots. We might not be able to really 
hone in on what our thoughts are and what our emotions are unless we have somebody kind of guiding us and prompting us and, and teasing those things out for us. But but I'm going to walk you through it. I'm going to tell you kind of what it looks like, what it sounds like uh, with some examples so that maybe you can try it on your own. Or again, maybe you want to hop on a call with me, um, freedomwithfoodandfitness.com slash call, and we can do it together. And we can kind of really see where where your trouble spots are in terms of your thoughts and your emotions and how they're affecting your outcomes, how they're affecting um, your life and your ability or inability to achieve food freedom. So C is for circumstance. And as I just said, a circumstance is something that happens in our lives. We gain 15 pounds. We have a binging episode. We eat something that we think is quote unquote unhealthy. These are all neutral events. Everything, anything and everything that happens to us in our life is a neutral event. It's not good. It's not bad. And we know that because, for example, not everyone who gains 15 pounds thinks it's a bad thing. Not everyone who has a slice of cake thinks it's a bad thing. Um, Even when somebody dies in our lives, we know it's a neutral event because not everybody else in the world reacts to this person's death the same way. But if it's like your grandmother, of course you're close to her and you're going to you're going to understandably react negatively and attribute negative emotions and thoughts to that event. But for someone who doesn't know your grandmother, it doesn't really have the same effect. So that's how we know, see, circumstance, all events that happen to us are neutral until we attribute meaning to them. So the next step, once we know what the circumstance is, and we can kind of describe it in neutral terms, the next step is diving into the thought that you're having about the circumstance or asking yourself, what am I making this event mean? So a binging client may have thoughts that the binge means a whole host of things, that they're completely out of control when it comes to food, that they need to restrict in order to quote unquote fix the binging event, that they're never going to get a handle on their binge eating, that they're disgusting or they're worthless, right? Your brain kind of starts spiraling and attaching meaning to this event. And that's probably, you know, based on, um, things you've heard other people say, other narratives that you've heard, other, you know, maybe you've had this narrative before and you're just kind of repeating the same things. Um, But once we can kind of hear the thoughts and understand them, we can start to analyze and challenge them without realizing it. When we have these thoughts and our stories in our heads, we make these events means something about who we are as people, whether we're good people or bad people. But in reality, again, all circumstances are neutral until we attribute meaning to them with our thinking. And really, when we look at all of our thoughts, um, there are studies about the brain being like such an unreliable source of information. Like a lot of the things we tell ourselves are lies. A lot of the um, ways that we recall events from the past are inaccurate. And if we really question the validity of the thoughts that we have about the world around us and ourselves, they're not totally true. Like you really have to think to yourself, like if you have a binging episode and one of your thoughts is like, you're disgusting and you're never going to get a handle on your binging, like, is that really true? Like, do you really think that for your entire life, you're going to have this binging problem? Or do you really think like just because this one binging episode that you're like a disgusting human being, you really have to question the validity of the things that you're thinking. So once we have, once we kind of are conscious of the thoughts that we're having based on these neutral events, the next step of the model is asking what emotions are you feeling as a result of these thoughts? 
So for example, a client comes to me after they've binged, they think all these things about themselves, and I'll ask them, what emotions are coming up for you? And many reply answers like shame, guilt, feeling out of control, frustration, which is, I mean, totally understandable. If you're thinking you're a disgusting human being that's never going to be able to achieve food freedom, of course you're going to feel things like shame and guilt and feeling out of control. Um, And then maybe before the binge, they were feeling rushed and stressed and anxious. So in order to process negative emotions, we have to first be able to label them. And once we've identified what emotions we're feeling, we can backtrack and ask, okay, what thoughts are creating these emotions? And these thoughts about the circumstance um, create those emotions that you're currently feeling. Um, The third step of the chill the fuck out model is outcome. And this is the last step. We need to take, I'm sorry, that's the fourth step. Uh, We need to take those emotionally charged thoughts that we're having and realize that they are not serving us because they're not even true. Um, The thoughts and the feelings of an event prime us to act a certain way, which produces our O, our outcome. If you experience a binge and you feel out of control because of it, The outcome is that you're going to feel the need to restrict or purge to make up for it. And that outcome doesn't serve us. So what's great about the chill the fuck out model is that not only can you figure out systematically what led you to a certain outcome, we can also kind of reverse engineer it and use the strategy to produce a new outcome new thoughts, new emotions, so that you can produce the life that you want to be living. So if you know, so, so let's, let's look at this. So again, if we look at it frontwards, we look at circumstance, thought, feeling, emotion. Um, you have a binge, you feel out of control and disgusting and like, you're never going to get a handle on it. You feel shame and guilt and frustration. And that leads you to your next restriction period which is again going to lead to a binging period, let's reverse engineer that. If you know the desired outcome you want in your life, let's say your desired outcome, your goal, we can say, is to continue to nourish your body after a binge in order to prevent the next binge from happening, right? Because we know binging leads to restriction, which leads to binging, which leads to restricting. So if our desired outcome is to continue to nourish your body after a binge and prevent the next one from happening, you need to have new emotions about your binging event, namely emotions like compassion, understanding, curiosity, love, and then going further backward, what thoughts can you think to create those emotions? So here's a line of thought that might better serve you. I binged. This is something that happens when I restrict. I should show my body compassion for engaging in an activity that was only meant to keep me alive. I will continue to love myself through this journey, knowing that it won't be perfect. I'm just figuring it all out. That line of thinking, that compassionate and loving and understanding thinking is going to lead to emotions like compassion, understanding, curiosity, and love. And that's going to lead you to not restrict again. That's going to lead you to continue nourishing your body in an adequate way that will prevent the next binge. And Listen, this is, I know a process like this, having to do it multiple times a day probably is very emotionally difficult. It's time consuming um, and it takes a long time to process your thoughts and your feelings in order to produce new outcomes, um, especially at first. But the long-term investment in managing your thoughts and emotions and taking steps toward recovery are 100% worth it. And soon you're going to realize that you've been approaching 
your problems with the wrong solution and you will open the doors to true healing and honestly for the rest of your life to begin. So I hope this uh, episode was okay. I'm working through a whole lot of brain fog right now with this neurovirus. So um, it probably wasn't the most eloquent um, and enthusiastically sounding uh, podcast, but I did want to get it out to you because I think it's super important um, that we keep the conversation going and that we I continue to provide you value for your journey. And I hope that this was helpful. And if you would like um, a copy of the worksheet, of the Chill the Fuck Out worksheet for free, you can go to freedomwithfoodandfitness.com slash chill out. That's freedomwithfoodandfitness.com slash chill out. And you will get um, a free copy of the Chill the Fuck Out worksheet that I give to all my clients. And you can work it out for yourself or you can schedule a call with me and we can work it out together. And that would be at freedomwithfoodandfitness.com slash call. So that is it for today's episode. Seriously, of all the podcasts you can be listening to, I'm so honored that you took the time to listen to mine. I'm also so proud of you for taking this small step forward toward food and body freedom. If you like what you hear and you want to work with me as your coach, go to freedomwithfoodandfitness.com to schedule a free 15-minute discovery call. That way I can hear your specific needs and set up a game plan for your success. I would also be so, so grateful if you could subscribe, follow, rate, and review this podcast so many more people who need help with dieting, body image, disordered eating, and fitness can find our message of freedom. Until next time. And just in case you forgot, this podcast is solely meant for educational and entertainment purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for the advice of a physician, dietitian, therapist, or other qualified medical professional.